My name is Dave. And my name is Craig. And my name is Garcia. And my name is Coyote. My name is Kaide. My name is Kevin. My name is Khan. My name is Dan. And we are Killer7. going to discuss Killer7, a game that was developed by Grasshopper Manufacturer and Capcom Production Studio 4. It was published on the GameCube and then later on the PS2 when Capcom decided to go back on its word. And the main director is Goichi Suda. And if you know Goichi Suda, you know Goichi Suda. Um, Mr. Lollipop Chainsaw, Cinemore, all that stuff. Alright, Killer7, Craig... What do you know about this other than the little bit that we talked about and made us slap it on this list? Oh, like, other than the little bit we talked about and slapped on the list, nothing. As always. Oh, well, not as always these days. I know a bit more these days, but absolutely nothing. Never heard of it. All right. Uh, I, on the other hand, bought this because I like Capcom, and I hadn't quite heard of Mr. Suda yet, uh, or Suda51, whatever he's going by these days. And I was shocked and appalled. <laughs> and then later ran to the internet to complain to my good buddies on, you know, Game FAQs, that bastion of, you know, good conversation and logical reasoning, and found that everybody wouldn't shut up about how cool this game was. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. And then I went and I finished it. And I wasn't wrong. So... Today, this is still held up as a cult classic. This is held up as a, ah, oh, too bad it's stuck on the GameCube kind of game with a lot of gamers. And I figured our sweet summer child, Craig, would be the best test of Killer7. Great. Yeah, <laughs> great. You're, so you're... I'm a test, is this it? I've, you've just, I've just found out I'm a test subject and nothing yeah. more. Um, in the scientific community, we refer to you as Schrodinger's Craig. Oh, oh dear. Because we don't know how you're going to react after playing Killer7. <laughs> will you kill yourself or will you continue? I just looked at myself and now I don't exist. <laughs> well played, <laughs> well played. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's crack into this. I, I, yeah. I am going to try my damnedest to not make this a list of, and this bothers me, and this bothers me. Okay? So we're okay. going to take this like we do every other game and say, Craig. Yes. When you first booted this up, uh-huh. Give me your thoughts. Because it's an oddball. It's it's an absolute oddball. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect at all. And what you're presented with is pretty lengthy, pretty cool-looking, stylized cutscenes of, you know, a guy strolling down the street and names popping up everywhere, like the introduction to some fancy spy film. There's a briefcase and there's packages about the place and a gun and everything. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, right, I'm on board, you've got me, I'll, I'll, I'll pay attention now. And you go through the cutscenes and eventually you take control and you're in a room and you have to run in a really weird controlled way 
and you can press a button to turn around and run in the opposite direction. It's just like, what is, what's going on? Am I, is this the game I'm playing now? Or is, am I, is this an interactive cutscene or what's happening? And then everything just unfolds from there. I just thought, oh no, what is going on? Because you, you run so far in this wee circular corridor and then the whole screen pauses and you're presented with two choices. You can either keep on going along the corridor or you can go left. And at this point, I still didn't know this was how the whole game was going to be played. <laughs> I thought I was in a fancy cutscene or something. So I went left and, you know, you go through the different bits of tutorial of shooting weird-looking guys before they explode and stuff. And I... Oh, I just immediately get put off the entire... The, the whole thing is fairly trash when it comes to the mechanics of playing the game, the shooting, the actual what's going on is all a wee bit naff. And that was my first maybe 20 minutes of the game and I was like, oh, I'll push through, I'll push through. No, I'm done. Well, you made it farther than I did on first blush. I got <laughs> I got to the end of the hallway and went, what? Ew. Ew. Yeah. And then, it, it's got... It's got this odd thing. Like I, I said to you earlier, I, I don't think we've got an outright dud of this batch, and I don't think we've got an outright shining star of this batch either. But this is the most divisive game because I think visually it does look really cool. It looks really cool, and the premise behind it is brilliant, and. The sound is fantastic. It just completely and utterly flops for me in gameplay. But it's it's that it's that bad to me. Like it's I'm not trying to exaggerate, but it's 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 so terrible to me that I can't understand why, of all things, this has a cult following because <laughs> it's a disaster. All right, so you can't see the smile on my face, but it's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. <laughs> Um, I don't mean to brag, Craig, but it's pretty yeah. big. Um, yes, I I will agree with 100% of what you just said. Now, on the positives, you are right. This game has a style. Like, this game looks cool. Uh, the menus are cool. Like, it reminds me of how I feel about Persona mm-hmm. in terms of it just looks cool. Um, the reload animations are these cool little half-second cutscenes of how yeah, like, Persona... Yeah. And everybody reloads different depending on which hitman you are or persona or whatever you want to call them. But everything is a janky, clumsy mess. Um, which is how I feel about most of Suited games. But yeah, like, like I, I mean, I'm, I'm in past the weird little servant guy who kind of looks like Valdo. You're like, okay, that's a thing. Whatevs. <sighs> guy weird and do you know it, it wasn't until a few times after meeting him i realized that everyone's on strings and i was like what's going on it's yeah. all like I, I just I, there was just wee bits of it just clicking for me and i was like this is just if this weird. was any other game that is enough of a hook to grab me for sure uh, except I, this is killer seven yeah it f- almost feels like it's it's shooting for the weirdness of like a David Lynch film, but it doesn't have the chops to pull it off, and it's the gameplay the ball chops. A bit. Say. Yeah, yeah, the gameplay chops. Sorry, to actually pull it off. So uh, I don't know. So so this time I feel, this time, I, I feel bad. 
and what? a wee. Don't feel bad. Don't feel mm. bad. We're here to be honest, man. I know. I know. So, so this time playing, because you know, I, I know what I'm getting into. Um, I decided I'm gonna approach this a different way. What if I approach this as a visual novel with some light action elements, kind of like a snatcher, right? That, that, okay. that was kind of what I'm yeah. pulling from. Yeah. Like, Ooh, if I approach this like snatcher, how does this feel? And then it turns out I'm not near intelligent or unbiased enough to do that because by about the time I killed the second guy, I'm like, oh, doctor, hate killer seven. Uh, but do you think it would work on that level? I think if it took out, like Snatcher had a couple of, in inverted commas, light gunny sections. Where yeah, but the little robots something. you'd have to kill. Yeah. Yeah. I think for this, if it just took out that bit of action, it might work a wee bit better. I think the problem is, the problem is the, the action of this game. It's the walking down a corridor to be left with two choices. If this was a 999 type thing where you're just like, are we going left through the door or are we going to go down the stairs? And you go down the stairs and then they go down the stairs. And then do you want to say this or do you want... Like, I think it might work a lot better, but that's not what it is. Well, so like, l- let's look at... So if we had a checklist here, we have... Aesthetics, check. We mm-hmm. have sound, yep. check. We have really cool premise, check. Mm-hmm. What is it exactly about the shooting that you don't find fun? Because if there's anything that video games does well, it's make shooting fun, right? Yeah. I mean, it, you would think, but it, it just it feels a bit naff in this. I like the reloading, as you say, but yeah. actually trying to aim for a wee glowy globule thing or aim for the big blobbly thing on the ceiling that's like I shot that so many times and nothing happened until <laughs> I got a bit you know like it's just I didn't know what the point was in shooting so many enemies like if this was a slick you know twist full of twists and tailors assassin thing assassins don't fight mobs of blobby people assassins hit one target in a really cool stylish way and then they get out without a trace so Uh, like this is true you know unless you're dave it's the opposite no it's this it's the same or it's the opposite it's the same as my the problem i had with that james bond game where it turned james bond into a shooting action commando man with a minigun type stuff it's like that's not james bond Bond. That's okay. Arnold. So, what if we just change the word hitman into a mafia cleaner? Like a John Wick? Yeah. Mm. I mean, granted, you'd still be playing Killer Seven. I know, yeah, that's that the part of the you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to be playing that game. I, I don't know what it was about it. I just didn't. I got thrown off by the navigation thing. And then when it came time to shooting, I was just like, ah. This isn't what I thought it was going to be, and I, I don't even know what I thought it was going to be. I just not I didn't this, think it, not this exact. That was that's exactly what it is. It's a oh, not this. Okay, so I don't say this a lot because I think it's a little dismissive to say this about a certain genre of games that maybe my good friend is a a fan of. Mm-hmm. But this is barely a game. And I always struggle with that Mm -hmm. because I can see visual novels because, oh, it's like reading a book, but you have some extra stuff going on. Not for me, but fine. Whatever. 
or like walking simulators. It's like, oh, you're more, it's just a story. It's an interactive story. That's fine. But this, you went in to make a game with gameplay elements. And yeah. this is what you got out of it. Like the aiming is herky-jerky. It, it, and that might be due to it being on the GameCube. I don't remember Resident Evil 4 being like that on the GameCube. But I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's, you know, it wasn't smooth enough. That's fine. But literally almost all of the gameplay in this game revolves around shoot the dot. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Or use your power up at a certain time. You know, use your blood bullets or whatever. And to have a game that asks this much of you in terms of time, that's it? That's all, that's all you got? I mean, sure, there's a, you know, a Lucha Libre guy in there with a rocket launcher. And, I mean, <laughs> that's something I never thought I'd say I don't want. But turns out I don't want it. And so for this, I this is one of the few games I am super dismissive of. I don't think the sense of style carries enough weight. Now, before we go any further, I do want to say, if you do, if you're listening to us and going, no, you idiots, you don't understand, please do write in. Because while I have seen plenty of things on the internet about why Killer7 is amazing, I've never met a single person that likes it. Now, granted, you would be contacting us through the internet, but I expect more of a degree of, uh, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I would expect more of a degree of honesty in an email yeah. than somebody just slapping it up on an anonymous message board. So, yes, if you do like Killer7, I, I'm very interested to learn why people like it. This isn't something that I'm like, and I will never hear otherwise. So, Craig... You like any of his other games? Uh, not particularly. The the ones that I've uh, had my eye on a wee bit, like No More Heroes and the other one, uh, Sugar. Lollipop Chainsaw. Nope. More recent than that, but I'll. Uh, Travis Perkins goes to the shops. Oh yeah, Travis Perkins. Yeah, Travis strikes again. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like, sometimes I see something like that and I go, oh, that's, that looks like it's got quite a good style. And then I'd watch a video and I'm like, oh, oh nah, nah. I'm, it's I, almost the same problem as here, which yeah. is why I, I we will never do No More Heroes. I, I, I cannot stand that game. To me, this, not on quite the same level, but this feels like the problem you've got with David Cage who tries to make a game out of something that he's got a great idea and he just shouldn't be making a game with it. He should be drawing a poster with it or writing a book about it. Or, you I know, making... David Cage could design some really cool posters. <laughs> yeah, he could, couldn't he? Probably yeah, so could Mr. Suda. Like, probably could get some really cool could. posters and an anime book, as a manga book or whatever the fuck it is out of it. But it just, it feels like that. So Like... Out of the big uh, auteurs, let's say, like the big, uh, let, let's keep it the Eastern, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you have like this, Yokotaro and Kojima and a couple other guys like Mikami. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that Mikami was involved with this hurts my heart because I, like, yeah. <laughs> I like Mikami. Yeah. I think he might be the worst because I will give Kojima, the man comes up with some stupid stories. But he also knows about gameplay. You need yeah, something yeah. to do in between your stupid war is bad, okay speeches. 
And Yokotaro, the man can't do gameplay, really, as we learned with uh, Near, not Automata, the first one. Um, Replicant. Replicant. All right? So he's not great at gameplay, but the man can craft a world like nobody's business. Yeah. And, and Shinji Mikami, I can't say anything bad about him. But this has not a redeemable factor for me. And neither did No More Heroes. So I, I think he's the one that I'm the most down on. And I'm not saying don't ever give this man another chance. I don't know. Maybe Lollipop Chainsaw is really fun. I don't know. I've never played it. But yeah, um, the fact that he's trying to skate by on nothing but style. And, and to be honest, like Super Nintendo level... Gameplay. Yeah. Would this matter if it had a light gun? It probably would work better because you could shoot the people and you could shoot your navigation choices. You know, like... This is true! shoot your way through the... Like a a time crisis, you just shoot the corridor you want to... You just shoot and then you just keep on shooting. It might work a bit better. It might. You know what? Now that that I think about it, it might work a little better. Because, you know, it's, it's fun to be precise with a light gun. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why Point Blank works so wonderful. Yeah. And it's why you don't play like a, a home console release of Time Crisis with your controller because it just sucks. Because <laughs> you need a lethal gun. enforcers, buddy. <laughs> I know, exactly. When we done that, that was just ridiculous. Blimey. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. I'm glad you got to experience Killer 7, though. Mm hmm. I, I I also don't know what it is about the GameCube where I keep picking all these weird games like Billy Hatcher and Odama and Killer Seven. Yeah, I don't know. You get you get one out of three though. So wait, which one was the one? Odama. Oh yeah, yeah, by far. <laughs> that game was bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking mental, but it's really good <laughs> and it's mentalness. Okay, so if you are a fan of Suda, like I said, very interested in in what. It is that draws you in about Suda. Um, because from what I remember, even the story was kind of eh outside of its concept. Again, concept is wonderful. But we have two questions to answer here, Craig. What are we doing just talking? If you like Killer 7, try. I, right, okay, I've got a really bizarre one. And I don't know if you'll quite see where I'm coming from. But when I started playing this until I finished playing it, I was racking my brains because visually it was making me think of something and then it clicked oddly while I was at at the dinner table eating dinner. And I have never played this game. I don't know anything about it, much like I didn't know about Killer 7. But I would recommend the woman in the purple leotard with a gun off the PlayStation (laughs) Store because it can't be worse than this. You might have more gameplay in it. You might have more gameplay, and it looks nuts. And it's got the same mental visual style, so why not? Go for it. We should do a bonus episode where we cover a woman with a leotard and a gun. Uh-huh. Uh, 100%. <laughs> you don't like to go, Craig? I, that is a really good poll. Because the moment you said woman with a, I'm like, oh, I know what he's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right, for me, if you like Killer7, I'm going to say try Konami's Never Dead. It's another game with a great concept and a bleh on the execution. So why not try it? Mm, okay. All right, does Killer7 hold up in 2022, Craig? 
no, no, not particularly. I was reasonably offended by the gameplay. All right, I'm going <laughs> to go a little bit controversial here and say yes, but not for me. Okay. Because if you're into this, you, you'd like you'll be oh, ahead. Yeah, I mean, okay. To be fair, I, my immediate thought was this actually looks pretty good, and nothing mechanically is broken. It's yeah, just it's not bad. Shit. Yeah, it's badly it's, designed. Yeah. So I apologize. I don't quite rescind my statement, but I'll I'll just tone it down a bit. Okay. All right. Um. I'll forget. I'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's worth. Sorry, I'm. I'm like double checking. Like, eh, this is my one chance to put the fact that Dave says he really hates Killer Seven out on the internet. But you know what? Mm. We will let cooler heads prevail and say yes. I think this holds up. Not for me. This is awful. Now, <laughs> next up, we have a game that Craig forgot to play. I did. He played other games that had black covers on it. Didn't play black. I thought we weren't admitting that. Oh, we're gonna admit it. I mean, I mean, shame is the great motivator, Craig. That's true. Um, That's true. So, so we're next. We're gonna in this recording batch. We're just gonna skip to the next game, and we will come back and record black later. So, if we sound a little different, and Craig all of a sudden doesn't have a cold. That yeah. is why. <laughs> Of one episode where I don't have a cold, and then I'm <laughs> oh god, he's got a cold again. <laughs> all right, so. It, like I said, if you have anything you'd like to say about Killer7 or Craig's Cold, you can do so at no more sages or thebiteffect.com. Other than that, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time on Folklore. No, Black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> hold on. <laughs> and we will catch you next time on Black, where Craig doesn't have a cold. <laughs>